Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. And the reason I call myself that is because I believe that in order to achieve your creative ambitions, you're not just going to be able to rely on skill and talent. You need the right mental fortitude. And that's something I'm going to talk about heavily in this edition of my vlog. Welcome, where it is my mission to highlight my creative journey and give you inspiration as well as takeaways to apply to your own life and endeavors. So welcome to it. Um, now, before I get into it, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't done so already. That way you get all the various episodes and lessons that I put out pretty much every single day. Not always, um, but most of the time. Anyway, thank you for taking the time uh, if you just did and appreciate you if you already were. In fact, real quick, I do want to say that I have been noticing that uh, that there has been a good increase in subscribers. And so I want to personally, before I get into anything else, take the time to thank you. Um, because it means a lot to me. It means the, the things that I'm saying, whether these vlogs, whether my lessons and so forth, have some value to your life enough that you would want to come back and, and listen to more. So I truly appreciate that. Uh, what I would also encourage you to do if you are a new subscriber is to leave a comment or hit me up on social media at Phil Speedtech, letting me know, you know, what sort of information you're looking to gain, um, what, what drove you to subscribe and things of that nature. It would truly, I mean, it means a lot to me, like, um, to kind of read that. But at the same time, I can deliver better stuff that's geared towards you, right? I can be more specific with the stuff that I put out. So uh, please do that as well. And uh, don't think that it's not lost on me. I'm truly grateful uh, for the increase. You know, it means the stuff that I'm working on has has meaning and value. So, and has meaning and value for you. So I appreciate that. All right. I guess first thing, I'm back. I'm back in LA. Uh, I was in Seattle for a little bit with my mom, just for a change of pace, um, things of that nature, and and quite literally nature. I was doing a lot of hiking and things like that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Certainly, my dogs, Chloe and Sparky, they enjoyed it um, so much so that they were actually, for the first time in their lives, kind of tired from walking around so much, you know, they got so much exercise, so it was great. Um, but now I'm back. And, you know, even while there, I was kind of operating minimally, um, you know, just getting the things that I needed to get done. But, uh, but nonetheless, still worked on my creative stuff. And now that I'm back, the biggest thing that, uh, that I came back for was, uh, was uh, these uh, concept films that that we filmed over this past weekend and we're uh, we're editing now and, and getting to the finish line so we can kind of submit for a proposal slash competition and that was a lot of fun you know we we essentially uh, shot uh, two complete films within uh, a five hour period um, now, not every single shot that was recorded for the movie was done in that that five hour window, but the the bulk of the primary shots certainly were, and so that's exciting. You know, we we were able to work fast. Um, you know, one film is an idea from Courtney Stewart. Another is from 
um, uh, Morgan Lester, who is who I got to know through Courtney. And now we're kind of working to finish those. So it's great to kind of, you know, it was a very small crew. It was a total, total six of us. That includes like literally actors and crew members. And it was a it was a huge space that we filmed in, so we could be safe in that way, or as safe as we, you know, we could make it. It was exciting to kind of be filming again. It really was. Um, and you know, now we just have a few days left to really put this thing together. My college professor Rob Patton Sproul, my film professor, he always used to say like, if it can be filmed in a day, it can be edited in a day. And so. You know, that's why I'm not as worried necessarily about it. And I was talking with Courtney and my mindset was, you know, like, I don't, it would be nice to have a few extra days just in terms of the pace and so forth, but I don't think it would make our product any, any better. Uh, so, you know, we're just going to have to kind of roll up our sleeves and do it. You know, um, the thing that is, you know, when you're not like a full-time content creator in the sense that this isn't you know, the thing that pays your bills, um, you know, life kind of takes a backseat in that sense. And that's the difficult part. And it got, it got me thinking too a lot about, um, Brene Brown has this idea with, with her husband where they talk to each other and, you know, they kind of check in of like, and, and assign a percentage, like, Hey, today I'm at about a 70, meaning you know, I can handle 70% of the, the things that are on my normal workload. And then it's like, okay, well, collectively, we got to get to 100. So the husband's like, okay, I can pick up the other 30. And the reason I think about that is because I think, you know, that is the tough part of being an independent content creator. And I think you probably fit into that category. I know I certainly do. And, and again, I'm using that definition as somebody who doesn't necessarily make their full time, you know, who doesn't make their primary money from the art that they create and they kind of have to do it on the side. And so in that sense, uh, you know, I think a lot of us don't have that, uh, full support that we, that we would need, you know, even just something as simple as like sometimes cleaning the dishes and things like that. Um, you know, when you're trying to meet certain deadlines, it's like, okay, that has to be put by the wayside, you know, so, so the creative stuff is meeting those deadlines is definitely doable, but it's the other life stuff that can be hard, you know, and, and, um, you know, sometimes it can feel very lonely in that sense. And I'm, I'm not saying like we all need like assistance or things like that, but, um, it just goes to show the need for people in life, you know, uh, certainly while I was up in Seattle, what made it very easier for me was, yes, I had to walk the dogs and things like that, but my mom kind of took care of the other stuff, meaning uh, she she cooked, I didn't have to worry about the dishes and things like that, um, and the trade-off was like, you know, I was still working, you know, my regular job, uh, and so, you know, my thing was like, she'll take care of the other stuff, meaning, you know, make the food and other stuff and, and kind of prep and I'll, I'll focus on the work. And that way we can, you know, afterwards we can spend time, um, you know, on hikes and things of that nature. Right. So that way, like, you know, while she's taking care of that stuff, I'm doing the work that I need to do. Right. And it's just a nice feeling to be able to have. Um, and I think, you know, obviously 
any sort of relationship, whether romantic or otherwise, shouldn't be just about like access service. Um, but I think it's something to consider. Um, cause again, as Brene Brown talks about it, like the idea that like just, just having open communication of like, Hey, you know what, this week I, you know, I'm, I'm 90%, I'm feeling great. You know, you handle 10, you know, other times it's like 50, 50. And, um, you know, it's something that I kind of, talk about with some of my coworkers, right? My, my immediate people that I work with where, you know, we check in, especially in this year with uh, 2020 being what it is. It's like, you know, how you doing this week? Okay. You know, well, let me know if you need help and I can pick up some slack here or whatever else. And right. And then, and that's, I think that's the right way to approach life a little bit. Um, so really kind of consider that, uh, that sort of conversation when and where you can. Um, I think it will behoove you. The other thing that I was thinking about, you know, we're, we, we're sort of in the midst of editing and things like that. And, um, you know, something that I talked about in past editions is because knowing that this is going to be a scramble to get it to the finish line, I tried to have all the things aligned in advance um, as much as possible, right? So making sure people knew what we were going for so that way when, you know, footage, sound, uh, visual effects, things of that nature got passed off, you know, things would be ready to go. And, you know, for one reason or another, um, it didn't happen exactly as I envisioned it. it. never does, right? And then I think that's the bigger thing is it's like, okay, well, you could be mad, you could be upset, or it's like, well, what are you going to do now, right? How are you going to solve it? And I think a great movie that I really recommend to any content creator um, but but especially filmmakers is Wag the Dog. Now, yes, it's a political movie if you if you know what the movie is. Um, I mean, in summary, it's about um, you know a spin doctor and a Hollywood producer trying to help uh, a political campaign for an incumbent president. Um, sorry, that's me uh, putting up my dog on the couch because she wants to go on the couch. Um, but anyway, the, it's a, it's about, um, you know, these people in the last final days before an election to help get a president reelected, you know, by, by helping with, um, you know, marketing, if you will. Now, what they do is they essentially create a fake war against Albania, right? So it, it, it's, kind of, it's a very much a satire in that way and, you know, kind of reveals a lot about the politics. But the reason why... You know, that aside, the reason why I, I recommend this movie to any creative is because Dustin Hoffman's character plays a Hollywood producer and kind of a motif throughout is his line of, this is nothing. So no matter what comes their way, he always says, ah, this is nothing, this is nothing. And he might, and he might share an anecdote of like, you know, something along the lines of like, when we were doing the four horsemen of of the apocalypse, you know, two days before the end of principal photography, all the horses died. This, this is nothing. This, this is producing. This is, this is nothing. And that sort of mentality to me is, you know, the embodiment of mental fortitude, you know, because very much like as these things arise, you know, in our mad dash to meet the deadlines of, of these projects, it's like, okay, yeah, we could be broken by it, but, um, you know, that's just kind of par for the course. And it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? You know? And, 
in that same way, almost kind of like, like this, this is nothing. And, and you start going to solutions, right? That's what, so Dustin Hoffman's character, you know, he says, this is nothing and immediately goes to solutions. And that to me is a strong indicator of people who will be successful as people who they don't wallow in the negativity, in the negativity that long. I mean, of course, you know, you might be upset in the moment. It's not like I'm not upset when things go differently than I would have expected, than I would have hoped and things of that nature. But it's like, okay, well, my, my end goal is to finish this and have a great product. So what am I going to do about it? Okay, well, boom, let's, let's get to solutions. And, you know, that, that's really the key takeaway there. Um, you know, the other thing I, I will emphasize, like as much as you can, um, you know, par- so part of producing is reacting in the moment, but it's also anticipating those problems. So you do have fail safes. So in some sense, you know, I, not that you're hoping for things to happen, but you know, there, there were certain things like I knew this would be a mad dash. So it's like, okay, well, um, what are the fail safes in place? And luckily collectively, we have enough levers to be able to pull, if you will, to to accommodate for mishaps and um, you know things that things that aren't going our way. So that's that's the key lesson. Um, you know, definitely, I would definitely encourage you to watch Wag the Dog through that sort of lens of like, oh wow, this guy's very solution oriented, um, because I think it is it's like a really wonderful film in in in, in that light. In addition to all the other stuff, but you know, if, as a content creator, bam. Um, so that's, that's, you know, kind of where I'm at. Um, you know, and I say all this because I'm probably not going to put out a lot of episodes in the next, within this next week, um, because of that, you know, but nonetheless, I wanted to kind of do this episode, at least to touch base. So you kind of knew what was going on. So I've got the, you know, I've got these two short films, we edited last night, and uh, one's in really good shape in terms of the picture edit. The other one uh, is a little bit more complex. So um, we got what I call like just I would say like not even a, an assembly. We just I mean we assembled the piece, but you know just to kind of have an idea. Now we're gonna have to kind of fill in the gaps um, and things of that nature. The good news is I think in even in that way we're not gonna be able to have a lot of revisions. Um, for either really in terms of the edit, but I think the good news is we won't really need to. You know, I think the way we're going about it is already strong enough so that way, you know, by the time we we finish like a, a, an official first draft of of either, um, you know, it's it's very tight, right? And then it's minor adjustments we can make very quickly. So I'm looking forward to that and you know, passing it off, going, you know, into sound, going into color, um, you know, the visual effects, things like that, all that stuff has to, you know, be taken into account and done. So, so that's good. The other, you know, as far as the thing that I'm looking at, um, uh, another sort of creative project that I've got going on that I've been talking a lot about is In Search of Sunrise. You know, luckily I did my pass at it in terms of the draft now it's with my co-writer so even though I'm not working on it this week it is being worked on this week which is great so then by the end of the week he'll have something finished and I can um you know make the adjustments from there and so forth so nothing really gets stopped um 
And then the other thing, um, there was an exciting development with my feature film, Idol. But, you know, um, not that it's a problem. I'm trying to think of the right term. But I'll, I'll just use the word problem, knowing that it's not the right word to use, um, is that I have to, you know, I, I have a lot of homework, let's say, to do with it, right? I have to send off a lot of stuff based on it and, you know, whatever else. And it's exciting that, that things are developing for it that I can't fully talk about, but um, but things are moving in a very exciting direction. It just sucks that the timing is right now when all this other stuff is going on, right? And isn't it ironic? Like, that's that's kind of how it always is, is like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're pounding the pavement um, day after day, week after week. And, you know, um, you're, you're making good personal strides, right? Like the things that you can control. And in, in the case of me, the things that I can control, right? So writing, you know, continuing to write my script in search of sunrise every single day, working on other projects like these two, uh, you know, concept short films and other, other stuff, right? And you obviously hope that each of them, you know, takes off in some sort of way, whatever way that is for you. But then it ends up happening all at the same time, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, kind of in the backdrop of all of this is also the election. Um, you know, in theory, I'm supposed to be jur- during doing jury duty, meaning like I was called to, to uh, jury, uh, uh, a jury summons on this, pa- this Monday but on Sunday, I got an email of like, hey, we don't need you on Monday, but check back in on Monday night to see if we need you Tuesday. Check back in Monday night. They didn't need me uh, Tuesday, aka today. Uh, you know, but then I said, check, you know, look at the website again, blah, blah, blah. And so I think this is going to kind of continue through the week. So yeah, I'm basically also on call for, for jury duty, <laughs> you know? And so it's just kind of, in that sense, it's mind boggling, like all these things all at the same time. And you certainly wish, like, you know, can we can we just spread it out a little bit? But um, but again, that's one of those things that I don't get the control. You don't get the control um, when things happen for you in the way that they do. But it's all in how we react. This is nothing. This this is nothing, right? As Dustin Hoffman's character in Wag the Dog would say. So, you know, I think that that's really the the key takeaway is that. A, just keep working every single day on your stuff and good things will come. B, don't be overwhelmed. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, on the exciting part, a lot of things will probably hit all at the same time when you don't necessarily want them to. But if you can, you know, in life, be be as honest as you can uh, about the things that you can and cannot do and when you can do certain things. And uh, also in the vein of Brene Brown of assigning percentage of like, okay, you know, well, this, uh, uh, you know, here's what I'm capable of. Here's what I'm not type of thing. And being like, you know, I can operate at, uh, whatever percentage. The ultimate thing to me of, of her methodology is ask for help. Right. So, so I think ask for help. And part of how you ask for help is, as having those good relationships with people that you also in turn help, right. It's not always just a gimme, gimme, it's also, uh, what can I do for you? And luckily, I, I've done enough things in my life where um, I have earned goodwill from people around me and they're willing to help. So that helps. <laughs> so just to recap one more time, right? Um, keep working every single day on what you want. It will help. 
um, and it will, it will, um, you know, pay off. Focus on what you can control, um, and you know, I don't. Who knows when when good things will come? Most likely, they might all come at the same time and make you feel overwhelmed, unfortunately. But hey, it's the nature of the beast, and it's all about how you approach it from your mental perspective. This is nothing. And then fourth, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Um, and conversely, when you can offer it, offer it. So that's kind of the stuff on my mind, at least this week. I hope this resonates with you. You know, let me know what your thoughts are. If you have any questions, by all means, you know, ask away whether about this or anything else. You know, would love to, ch- to, to chat with you in that way. You can comment down below or hit me up on social media at Phil Speedtech. Um, like I said, I might not put out an episode, a lesson every single day like I normally do for, uh, for the next few days or maybe the next week. But I will do my best um, to, to kind of give giving you guys lessons and content. But fear not, I mean, listen, there's, there's almost, you know, 400 plus episodes to browse through in the past. I stand by each of them. So, you know, plenty to browse through if you haven't checked out the archive. So, you know, dig through those. Um, for the time being, if nothing else. Anyway, thank you. Truly appreciate you. Uh, I hope to see you next time.